trust with Sri. Don't be a victim to illusion. Good morning from the Himalayas of Northern India. The message for this year was given, and that message is not to be a victim to illusion. If we start to understand how the whole process evolves, we can begin to put the attention on the one who's knowing. We've done this many times in meditation. Who is knowing all your thoughts, all your feelings, all your experiences in your daily life? That very knower is pure knowingness, is pure consciousness, is pure blissfulness. And for that purity, for that one who is pure knowingness, there's no movement, there's no thoughts, there's no feelings, there's no actions, there's no thinking. That knowingness is just pure space, purity alone, as it is. Now because of the movement of the, what we've called the three gunas, which we've talked about before, rajas, the activity mode, sattva, the balanced state, and tamas, the inertia, that which holds everything together. Through the movement of these gunas, everything comes into manifestation. So, for the human being now, that very knowingness that you are, that I am, that all this is, begins to move just like the still water of a lake can begin to move because of the wind and create some bubbles and whirlpools and waves. In the same way the movement of the consciousness now begins to manifest as a human being and this human being has nine powers. All the elements, space, air, fire, water, and earth combine to make the physical form and then the senses, mind, intellect, and ego. So in 2009, we can become aware of these nine powers that a human being possesses and become aware that the source of these powers, the very light, the very energy, the very power, just like the sun has all the different various rays, but it's from one sun, from one light, from one heat, from one fire, from one energy source. In the same way, these powers all manifest from the original substance, from the essence that you are, that I am, that all this is. So the human being now, because it possesses these nine powers, begins to forget its source and gets caught in forgetfulness and says, I am the power, I have the power, I have the will, I have the ability, and I can use my senses, I can use my mind to get what I think I need, what I think I want, to have the maximum amount of happiness, the minimum amount of suffering. And why not? This is how the human being has to function. However, as we've seen in daily living, that the result of that is sometimes up, sometimes down, sometimes gain, sometimes loss. So the meditator now wants to remember his or her source, the purity of being that you are, that I am, that all this is. 
and that's why we begin the practice of meditation. But this forgetfulness is so powerful that as soon as you wake up in the morning, you say, I am awake. And from that first sense of I am awake, the daily life begins and the waking state begins. So one becomes trapped in this human condition, in this human experience. And because the training has been only in this, to be a body, to be a form, to be a name, to have qualifications, to be a doer, to create your life from that, then that's what the human being is stuck with. But as we become aware that these nine powers that manifest as a human being are powers only because they have the power from the source. So the very power to say that I am this body, person, name, form, waking state, individual, only comes from that source. So this very illusory power that says I am all these things, forms, thoughts, beliefs, ideas, and these situations and problematic states I am caught in, we say that that is illusion, just like in a dream, you dream all these different dreams in the night, and then when you, when, while you're in the dream, you say that they're very real. The situation is actually happening. But as soon as you wake up, you say, oh, that was a dream, and you cancel it. You say, no, that really didn't happen. So the waking state manifests very much through these nine powers that keep changing, just like the changing quality of a dream. This is the illusory power that is given to the human being. So the human being is the highest of all creation because the human being has the ability to live and play and act and experience using these nine powers, but also has the ability to know its source, which is forever unchanging, which is forever pure and free. So we keep the attention through listening to these words, through, through meditation and through sadhana, through the practice of examining, watching the mind, watching how it functions, beginning to become aware when these powers that have, given, have been given the energy from the source begin to forget the source. It's just like the very seed manifests a plant and we forget that it was a seed. We see a beautiful flower, a beautiful tree. We eat the fruit, but it all comes from that seed. And that seed is just made up of the essence. So with meditation, with listening to these talks as much as possible, we reverse that training that has been only into dualistic thinking, into separation into division because that pure being is just one it's one consciousness it's pure it's free it's blissful so we want to go back to what we have or originally have been so it's not that you're not free and you want to become free it's that you have to know that freedom you are right now knowingness you are so when you close your eyes, it's not that the mind accepts 
I am pure free forever. It's not that the mind will figure it all out, put it in a nice little box and wrap it up nicely and have it there on your shelf. No, that would be using the power of your mind in a way that will lead you away from the self. Patanjali calls it vrti, the vritti that moves you into manifestation, into experience. And we want to lead the attention to nirodha. Patanjali says that either you are established in your true nature, pure, free, forever, or elsewhere it is all identification with the vrittis, with the waves of the mind. So when we know this, this is the only problem that exists for a human being is forgetfulness of his own true nature, of her own true nature, of the self, of the purity, of the knowingness. So then all the practice becomes being aware of what is the mind, what is identification with vritti that begins as soon as you say, I woke up in the morning and I exist as a separate entity, human being. We become aware and we analyze, we examine that that I has never really become anything other than what it's already is, its original nature, which is forever pure, forever free. So we meditate on that knower, on that knowingness. We use the mind only to bring it to that, only to purify the mind so that it can know its original source. In the Gita, Arjun says to Krishna, Krishna representing the highest self, the pure being, and Arjun representing the seeker, the one who wants to know, says to Krishna, show me who you are, show me the vastness of your, your true form. So Krishna reveals himself, it's called Viratswarup. He reveals that he is all, he is everything, which is some things that appear beautiful and some things that appear very ugly, all the peace, but all the destruction. He is the whole. And Arjun retreats with intense fear and says, no, 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 I'm not ready. I can't see it. I can't see it all yet. So this is an analogy that we use. So one might ask, why is it that if I am already that, if I am already that pure, free, forever, free being, why is it that at this moment I just can't know it and that's it? Be realized. If I am already realized, if you are already realized, then why all this forgetfulness? So we see from that example in the Gita that one has to purify, that the system, the channels have to be prepared through constant repetition, constant practice, and knowing I am that, being that, living that, hearing about that, talking about that, reading about that, and meditating, of course, on that. But meditation is not just the silent meditation. In fact, that can be difficult for many people because the mind is so rampant with its desires and wants and calm, crowed, lobe, mo, and ahankar desire and lust, anger and greed, 
attachment and ego. These vices which exist in the human being are so strong or so powerful because they're necessary to get what the human being thinks he or she needs in order to be free, in order to be happy. So it becomes a monumental task to live as if a human being in a world but live freely and we see from the example of those who have walked this earth who are free beings who are realized that one lives in such a state of joy and bliss and just the vision of greatness alone everywhere that every experience every moment becomes that vision of oneness where everything is perfect as it is. There's no division. So this is what inspires us to know that, to live that, because we know it's possible. Even though the task might be monumental, it has to be done. It's the only solution to the suffering of humankind. It's the only solution is to know that purity that you are. And from that, the desire certainly is to help those, to talk to those, to teach those that aren't knowing this. But yet the teacher, as you all are, needs to be aware that when the student appears and talks as a human being from that problematic state of mind with all his or her troubles, conditions, beliefs, and you give that person the solution meditate on your source, know I am I, know I am that freedom alone and that you've always been that and will always be that. And the student says, yes, but I have this problem and that problem and time problems and money problems and family problems and relationship problems and wants to get you involved in that. Just know that the problem is not yours because you know the solution and all you can do to speak the knowledge as you know it and be free that if this person doesn't want to take your suggestions, doesn't want your help, doesn't want to follow your advice of meditation and knowing the problem free state, the answered state that you are, then that's their choice. They're also free to live in duality, to live in pain as they choose. So this is where it's important as a teacher not to get caught up in the troubles and problems of those that you're teaching, those that you're speaking to, because that's only going to hurt yourself and you won't be there to help them. So meditate and know the freedom that you are and know that the problematic state, the suffering state, is a, is a human being. And without knowledge, it can't be helped. Without practice, one remains caught. So glory to you who is doing this practice, who is not allowing yourself to be a victim of the illusory state of consciousness, which is the manifestation of the gunas and these nine powers. Nine powers being the elements, space, air, fire, water, and earth, being five, then the senses, the mind, intellect, and the ego. And we can see how these powers function, but they are changing. 
So never get caught in the illusion, thinking that those changing powers are you and you are limited to that. Instead, be victorious and know that you are forever unchanging the very knower who has the power from its source to become a human being, to live in a waking state existence, to interact so wonderfully with all your friends and family and situations and work and creativity and to do so much, but you remain free as you know you're not the one doing. It's that very source power that you are that manifests these nine powers. So you remain in the vision. The vision is the vision of oneness. So with all you have eyes and ears, eyes to see and ears to hear and nose to smell and hands to touch. Although you have all the senses and you breathe the air as does everyone, you're not caught in them as who you are. You know they're changing and moving like the illusion in a dream, like the changing figures in a dream, like the movement of the light on a TV screen. But the light alone you are, the purity alone you are, the freedom alone you are. Amaram ham, maduram ham, pure, free, forever. So as much as this mantra can be repeated in your head. So when you wake up in the morning, first thing, Amaram ham, maduram ham, pure, free, forever. Amaram ham, maduram ham, pure, free, forever. You're remembering that purity, that being that you are, and you're remaining established in you throughout your whole day, throughout the daily activities, throughout the illusory, dreamlike figures that come and go. But you stay established in that which is unchanging, that which is you, pure, free, forever.